0: all right welcome to the Andrew Scutt show my guest today is none other than Mary Katherine Lee We've got a little double feature going on this weekend. It's couple podcasts back-to-back. Uh, during this discussion, we talked about a few different controversial issues going on in the world today. We talked about getting bullied, we talked about our earliest memories, and we talked about a whole bunch of other things, and it was quite a ball of fun, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. Here we go. We are now live.
1: Whoa. Whoa. That happened quickly. Whoa.
2: Hey, I'm back. That
0: escalated quickly. Hey, you're back. You are back.
2: You have to do another intro for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: going to be the same. It's going to be the same exact thing. Oh. And then there's going to be some uh, Twilight Zone music. Like some deja vu shit. I
2: should have worn the same clothes.
0: You should've, I should have too. That would have been a good idea.
2: <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, Time is real. Did we even leave? <laughs> do
0: they do anything else? You we really can't want to...
2: let them know that we sit <laughs> <laughs> So good. Ready? I'm so intrigued to try that. Oh, why'd you do that?
1: For those people listening?
2: Effects.
0: Yeah, for all the for all the viewers at home.
2: Let's cheers.
0: Wait, I gotta pour my shit first.
2: Pour your shit first. Have you had that beer before? I have not. What is that? Milk nitro stout? From left-handed brewing? Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Something like that.
2: Nitro Stouts are delicious. Some of them Those are. It's a nice pour, dear.
0: Do anything. I thought
2: it was we'll a good one. See how pour.
0: it is. Mm-hmm. Left hand brewing co. Nitro milk stout America stout. Sweet. Cheers, dear. Cheers. Yeah. Boy, I like it. It's light.
2: Nitro stouts usually are.
1: That wine's not that good.
0: So I guess the sponsor of this podcast is Left Hand Brewing Co. Kudos, Left Hand Brewing Co. Your milk stout is lovely.
2: Oh, it's pretty strong.
0: It's only 6%.
2: It's um, tastes like a stout. Um, it's kind of. It does taste like a stout. That's th- that's the only way I can describe the taste that I'm talking about, though.
0: Like that plain Guinness, like.
2: No, but that's, that's stronger. Like that tastes to me like a has more booze in it than Guinness. Guinness is super light.
0: Yeah, I agree, but it's the same Guinnessy flavor that I taste.
2: Yeah, it's a little stronger though. I almost want to say that. It's like, it's uh, smoky, mm. and, um, yeah. maybe earthy, I don't know. There's something about it that I can't put my finger on. Like yeah.
0: I would agree with that. Wow. Do you want to try this? No, not really.
2: It's not really good.
0: You really wanted to do this podcast, eh? Mm,
2: I guess I was the one that brought it up, wasn't I?
0: It was the first time it happened.
1: That's not true. I
0: took note that you wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. They're like, "Let's do a podcast." Like, putting my fist right in, we're doing it. <laughs> like, that hasn't happened before.
2: Really? Yeah. Wow. How do you feel?
0: I'm curious. Why? Why do you want to do
2: it? Um. I don't know. Yesterday was fun. Uh, I didn't see you much today. Which doesn't constitute us talking into microphones, but it's a way to talk.
0: (laughs) It is a way to talk.
2: I don't know.
1: Hmm. Hmm. It's
0: gotta talk. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Okay.
2: I don't have anything in mind to talk about. No? Um...
0: It seemed like you had something in your mind. I'm surprised.
2: What? Do you... got <coughs> the oh, wrong pipe. You okay? Yeah. Do you think you know what it was that was on my mind?
0: No, I had no clue. No suspicions, no nothing. Um... It just seemed like there was something, you know?
2: I don't know. I had a nice day with my mom. A good conversation.
0: I'm glad you had a nice day with your mom. Yeah, it was fun. She's a great lady.
2: She is. She's the best lady. You're
0: the best. <laughs> Love you, Mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mom, I'm on TV. Look. <laughs> mom. <laughs> 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 Ew. Ew. Sorry. Um, I thought our conversation about tattoos was really interesting today. With your mom? Mm-hmm. That's Why? I just find people's sorry. Uh, I find people's
0: those elbows cracking for anyone listening.
2: Yeah, I crack my elbows. Yeah, I know, but I just know, it's just a oh, thing. It's,
0: it's so deep.
2: It wasn't that, that crack. bad.
0: Mm. Anyway,
2: get used to it, man. We'll
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: see. Do I know why. Hmm. You know why? You get it. Why? Because we're like we're like getting married. <gasps> Get used to it, bucko. <laughs> I
0: got time to pull out.
2: There is time to pull out. <laughs> yes.
0: There's always time to pull out. There's right? not always time to
2: pull out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not. That's that's fair. I don't want a baby. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry.
0: We were talking about weddings. What the hell are you talking about, you sicko? <laughs> sorry conversation in your mom was interesting uh
2: yeah just we were talking about people's perceptions of it was essentially just like stereotyping like what it means for people to have tattoos and piercings and how that how their appearance might differ from the stereotype that's associated with them you know it's just fascinating it's fascinating to hear her perspective on it too because they differ My they differ her perspective differs from mine um mostly because it's a generational thing so it's cool to hear that side of it for sure
0: i think it's important you're doing it the reason you're doing it like because you just love flowers and you want a tattoo but just uh it's like making a statement in a way.
2: Yeah, but not, like, it's not for anyone else. Right. The statement isn't... Agreed. The statement is definitely for me.
0: As it should be. It's a it's a statement of self-expression.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think... <coughs> Bless. Ooh. Thank you. I think the whole experience is gonna be very... I wanna say grounding, for lack of a better word. Because the pain associated... Plus, with the tattoo, you. that whole experience is going to be super delayed like, gratification.
0: In that like, you're dealing with the discomfort of getting the tattoo. Yeah. Hmm. Never thought about that.
2: I mean, I'm going to be in the chair for two hours, and she said that we can take breaks as needed, but that's still a pretty substantial amount of time. I would say it's a half
0: marathon. <laughs> you're not running. You're just getting tattooed. <laughs> It's the half marathon of oh, tattoo That is so crazy. Half marathon of ink in your arm.
2: That's so funny. That's what it is. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. Time is so weird. About when, that's, time is so weird.
0: That's oh why, my god. That's why I think running so cool. Because you're just in it. Like there's... You have to just do it. And like you get that runner's high and you like time changes and... I just think it's fascinating.
2: When we were training for that half, I was really enjoying running. I was just, my mindset was like, I'm just going to go out there and fucking run until I don't want to anymore. And I'm just going to keep going because I'm going to have to run more than I am now. And then some. Yeah. And however many days. It was such good discipline.
0: Yeah. Like getting used to that monotony. Yeah. Yeah that's what i was describing to you earlier in the car like i think that is the best part about running is like the mental
2: that's why i like to run outside though what do you mean i am way i'm way more likely to be in the zone and actually mindful of what's happening if i'm running outside versus indoors my mind is way more likely to wander if i'm running indoors Whereas if I'm outside, I can, like, feel the air. Like, I'm more aware of my surroundings, but also of my, the feelings that I'm having. Um, I'll play with my breathing more. Interesting. Yeah.
0: You have to pay attention to where you're going. Yeah. I think, I mean, you're definitely in tune more with the things around you in that you're not, I mean, if you're trail running, you're in nature, but, like, you're, in a setting where there's no screens <laughs> like yeah. you're just in the in the wild on the road you're not in a confined area or like on a treadmill you don't have to worry about any kind of any of that kind of stuff <laughs> like uh i don't know i think it's a different and i think that's valuable i think that's definitely valuable and running without music is like in that kind of setting i think is nice it's a nice change of pace um For sure I uh, I think running On a treadmill Indoors though Is another Like level Like where you're It's terrible The the monotony is terrible Right Of just being on that treadmill And like Time seems slower And like you can watch TV Or that kind of thing But It You don't have All the uh, I mean you can be mindful But you don't have All that stuff changing All the time Like watch other people work out or like stare at the mirror or Or the wall (laughs) yeah but i mean i think dealing with that is a challenge in and of itself
2: oh for sure it's mental
0: like yeah and that's that's the part i think is most beneficial about running i I get what you're saying too like i'd rather i'd rather go for a walk with a camera or like a hike or something like that than go for a run outside like, to oh, get no. to get that sensation oh, that you're me. describing.
2: Hmm. I'm able to push myself more when I'm outside. Um, I think I run faster generally when I'm outside. It's, the terrain itself is more challenging because there's more hills and changing surfaces and whatnot. God, I miss running outside. Maybe I'll start going in the morning if it's light enough. Maybe not now, but in a few weeks it might be light enough to go at six thirty. It's getting there. I know it is. Yeah, that would be nice.
0: The sun's working its way down, pushing that darkness back. Thank goodness. It's so much harder to get up in winter when it doesn't get light oh my out. Oh god, yeah. It's brutal. Um anyway your tattoo. I think that it's awesome you're doing it as, uh, like the self expression part of it. Yeah. I think it's important. And I think that the videos I've made and this podcast and just, uh, expression generally is a good thing. It's like, just communication and ideas, and that's how things get better. Like nothing is better unless it's discussed, unless it's consulted in some kind of way, and explored. Nothing, nothing changes in a vacuum. <laughs> well, seriously, it's like physics, right? Nothing. I, know, but
1: I just thought of universities.
0: <laughs> <Which is laughs> well, it's ironic. In some an object that. ...is not acted upon by an unequal force will not change its velocity or trajectory in any way. I think that's an accurate statement. I'm quite sure that's an accurate statement. Unless there's some kind of minor exception in some cases, but I don't even think that's possible. Give it to me again. An object in space will not change velocity. Okay. Which is speed. Speed and direction. Velocity is speed and direction. Okay. Without being acted upon uh, by oh, an unequal yes. force. Yes. I'm quite sure that's pretty concrete.
2: That sounds familiar, but I'm but it's the same some... way
0: about ideas and stuff, you know, and like you have to Oh yeah. act upon them with unequal forces in some kind of in, in some kind of engagement like this, in some kind of communication and I think that's why it's important both for the individual and for the greater good, good yeah. yeah your tattoo and also you know a podcast and who could listen to it and who could hear an idea and change things like
2: I think that's why Joe Rogan's podcast is so mm-hmm. powerful, because he is a good conversationalist, and as he says, he's learned how to do that, but he also has a really meaningful discussion with people, and his platform allows them, I'm preaching to the choir, but his platform allows them to really discuss and explore and unwind controversial and messy and touchy subjects.
0: mm mm-hmm so refreshing
2: yeah yeah i don't know what i don't know where i would be in my current beliefs if we never if i was never introduced to the Rogan podcast <laughs> it's so funny it's true i mean, I know. he's a huge media influence well
0: do you want to know the answer to your question
2: Sure, it I don't would know. You be had
0: a genie ball. To, I don't, but it would be whatever you're consuming instead. Who you're hanging out with, it would be the environment that you have instead and of water. one with Joe Rogan, in it and how that shapes you. Like, and which I think is why it's so important for it to be that refreshing thing and unwinding, touchy things in a longer format. Because it doesn't exist in a lot of other places.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And to have fundamentally what you're inputting in your brain, more or less, the things you're consuming, to have it be an open-minded thing, like, at the ground level, allows basically, like, the anything. I mean, I mean... If you get caught in one specific viewpoint like the rest of the ideas outside of that aren't even possible Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or in the realm of possibility like and that's just it's crazy yeah why shut off to so much i
2: don't know and it just makes me think back to the class i took the social justice class i took it's (laughs) it's so scary that like oh god exactly what it was too everyone was just reinforcing everyone's already very strong opinions and beliefs on such meaningful and important things and i'm not saying that their opinions and beliefs are wrong i'm just saying that there was no one there to really counter the narrative that was being said and i was too afraid and intimidated to ask questions to have that discussion which is probably a me problem, and I totally acknowledge that, but I have a feeling that if I felt that way, at least someone else did too in, in the classroom. And that's not, it's not like a good environment to actually have those conversations and to actually discuss. Especially when it's things like that, that are so, so important. Yeah. And controversial. You have to have both sides always.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: 100%. I, if you exist in an echo chamber you're it's you're shutting yourself off to those other possibilities i think that one thing that was really interesting from the uh eric weinstein brian callen podcast who listened to the portal i like his concept of the portal it's cool and i like but i liked what in and of itself but uh specifically what Callan said about uh having like dinner parties or whatever i forget what he called them but having a bunch of people there like Mm -hmm. different people from different worlds that are like uh really ingrained or uh have climbed the ladder in in one specialized yeah area of Expertise and having them all interact, and he, he co- called it idea sex. I thought that was funny, like it's an idea orgy.
1: Yeah, he would say that.
0: <laughs> and you don't get that when you're in an echo chamber. You just get the same thing louder and louder and louder, like. You
2: no, know, the sex is because everyone's stroking your ego.
0: Ideological.
2: That's what that is. It's ego sex. That's what, what? I, I said it's still sex because everyone's stroking your ego it's like ego sex
0: oh when you have everyone around you not questioning you and just like yes you're awesome you're awesome you know it's so funny that's like the same concept as uh parents coddling their children and like you're the best and like you're gonna you're gonna be a pro hockey player someday, son. <laughs> like <laughs> yo, your kid's five three. Good fucking luck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come yeah. on. It, it <laughs> it's just silly. It's it's really silly. And it's delusional. It's so dangerous. It's fucking delusional. And it is dangerous too. Yeah. Like I I grew up around some people like that. And
2: like what?
0: Um that i could see the dynamic between them and their parents as i got a little older in high school mm. as something that was like not uh objective i guess like you want to chase your dreams but that you have a genetic constraint That you have to keep in mind and be realistic about. And I always think that's funny. That concept of, like, anything's possible. And the extreme optimist and, like, no. You're you're average, like, get in line, bitch. Like, the opposite, basically, you know?
2: But I still think it's good to have an optimistic mindset and goals to strive for. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the goals just have to be realistic. Yeah. Or else it's going to negatively affect your well-being. Well, I
0: think the other problem with that is you're just fixating on the outcome goal. And there's no...
2: Totally, yeah. I mean, it depends on the goal itself. And it depends on your process in
1: achieving it.
0: Yeah. That is fair. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> we have genetic limits. You know? Like, some people have better genetics than others. Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing I I think is really funny, talking about controversial subjects and genetics and one thing I think is really funny is you hear about this concept of the patriarchy, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And people point out that it's all men atop like politics and big business and uh all this shit right mm-hmm. and that's totally the case and it makes a lot of sense that you know as peterson would argue it's the same reason lobsters fight for the, <laughs> the best shelter on the ocean floor mm-hmm. like they're trying to uh, dominate and prove worthy to females to procreate mm-hmm. like pretty rudimentary shit mm-hmm. And we call it the patriarchy, and we point to it, and we say it's a fucking mess because of it. But is it the matriarchy in hospitals and uh, education, like, uh, universities? Not, not education. The universities, you know what I mean? Like, are they matriarchies? Can we can we say that? Because, mm. because women dominate higher... Like, I mean... <laughs> Women, and the same token, genetically, are more maternal, nurturing people, right? Mm-hmm. It's just built into the system, mm-hmm. and because of that, gravitate more towards like uh, jobs in uh, healthcare and in education, right? Mm-hmm. We maybe patriarchy, matriarchy, wasn't the the right way to phrase this, but. It's a another, like, controversial thing that there's too many men in physics and math and mm-hmm. STEM, right? Yeah. You hear about that, the STEM. Too many boys in STEM, like, we need to get women into STEM, and, like, girls can code and all that shit. Like, that's, oh, that's a huge movement, yeah. women in coding. <laughs> women
1: there's something coding I, I saw, I, I, tra- <laughs> I,
0: I read some shit once, and I don't remember any of it. I just remember it being a thing. And... <laughs> Well, seriously.
2: I believe you. A Bunch of hashtags That's funny. and shit. It's a yeah, thing. I believe there are hashtags.
0: <laughs> so, do, do we get upset that there aren't enough men in education and healthcare?
2: Can I chime in, please? Yeah. So, I think one could argue, I understand what you mean, and it makes sense because, I mean, the results make sense, and that typically men. Are built to tinker with things, to be more active, to use their hands, to think a certain way. Math brain. And women are tend to be more nurturing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think someone would say, or you could say that those. While well, those things are, I believe, biological mm-hmm. in nature society also has made gender roles such that women are at home taking care of the kids fulfilling that nurturing role and men are the breadwinners so in the fields that men are dominant they pay more like people in healthcare and education except if you're a doctor which most men are doctors so there's also a power structure within the actual university school hospital where men are really running the show of the hospital but women yeah. are the...
0: The ones actually doing the caretaking? Yeah. Imagine and... that.
2: <laughs> so that's another example of that. So that you could say that's a microcosm of the patriarchy at large, right?
0: Yeah, I guess, but it's also very easily explained by gender... By, like, genetically right. predisposed inclinations that you have as a man or a woman and the hormones that run through your body and how that affects your behavioral patterns
2: but at this point with women having opportunity and whatnot and us ah, rising up and give us our rights and ah, i'm a Hashtag woman feminism? and i'm strong yeah sure
0: i'm, I'm starting a movement and it's going to be called humanism okay and we're all just no gonna...
2: please don't be obnoxious <laughs> i'm sorry it's on. not like that's not productive or helpful
0: it's not totally derailing the conversation unless you make it a thing. So please continue your point.
2: <laughs> I meant like in, like a humanist movement wouldn't be productive in society. It's the, it's the opposite of what we i
1: glad you got the joke.
0: <laughs> please continue.
2: <laughs> I lost my gender thought. I'm sorry.
0: Feminism rah-rah.
2: Oh, yes. With society giving women more of a chance to actually fulfill their professional lives versus their family lives which i think is fucking awesome yeah agreed um still having the chance to rise up and whatever there's still a majority of men in leadership roles women are more likely to be secretaries and admin assistants Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff so you could argue all i'm saying is that patriarchy could mean a lot of different things. I'm sure there's one concrete definition somewhere that we could look up. But in my opinion, there's it's it's a broader definition, which I'm imagining it would be. It could be applied to various examples. So the CEO of the hospital and his staff, higher staff being male, with all of the or even the doctors being male and the PAs and the RNs and the case managers being female, there's still a power structure there because a doctor tells everyone else what to do. So you could identify that as a patriarchy within a hospital. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Which is a representation of patriarchy in the larger societal macro system that you seem to be referring to.
0: Yeah. So I have two things on that. There's the reason we're upset about the STEM thing, or that I shouldn't say we're upset. The reason that it's controversial about. Not enough women being in STEM. I don't think it's because of a power... St- <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> You're not sorry, don't lie. The, uh, it's not because of the power structure in STEM. It's because of the sheer numbers of people in STEM. Yeah. Like, percentage-wise, there are way less women than there are men. And that's where the discrepancy lies. Not in who's atop these uh, uh, micro-patriarchies in these fields. There's still more women in healthcare, according to that same comparison, that same parameter, in healthcare and education.
2: But their position matters.
0: So, agreed. Agreed. But that's not the point that's being made there. Like, it's totally different. In, in in When you're talking about women in STEM, you're talking about the total percentage of male to female as a whole in the field.
2: Okay. Generally speaking. Right. Men mean...
0: outnumber women. Okay. In the amount of men that have tech jobs is much greater than the amount of women that have tech jobs.
2: Agreed. Yeah.
0: In the same token, the amount of women that have jobs in healthcare and
1: education—right—at
0: all levels, like just percentage-wise, is different. But when you when you say the position matters, like that's not that's not what's being talked about. Do you understand that's,
2: I, what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But that's what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, I didn't realize we changed gears. But anyway, the the funny thing about that, though, I think is that, like, men still have an inclination to dominate things. So, like, of course the men that are in healthcare are going to, like, be more likely to rise to the top of those hierarchical structures, right, in education and healthcare. Like, of course the men want to run the show. Like, they're used to running the show, so when you put them in healthcare, they still have that that drive especially career-wise because like you know again women have more of a nurturing inclination like are more likely to step out of career and have families and they have the option not to and that's great that's what you pointed out earlier and I said that's awesome like I think it's awesome that opportunity is there but I don't think that means it's going to be taken and it's therefore going to be equal in outcome
2: There shouldn't be an equal outcome. I mean, I'm not... I'm I'm explaining someone else's position on this. And
0: I know you are, and I appreciate you playing devil's advocate to what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, because I know that there are power structures in our society, and I know that women have been treated differently than men, but different doesn't mean unequal. Yeah. I'm not saying that we've had it good and that there aren't gender stereotypes and whatnot and and issues that arise from that. I'm just saying that. I don't think hating on men is, is realistic. And I don't think we should hate on men. Men are great.
1: We men need, are great.
2: We need them. We do. They're half of the puzzle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. What else?
0: I just think the whole thing's wild. It's the same... That's what, like, the affirmative action thing is, too, right? That's race. Well, yeah, but in a way, it's it's addressing a deficit by means of changing standards based on race. hmm So like, can you imagine if in the same way that they dealt with that problem, they dealt with the inequality of amount of higher officers or doctors in the hospital and education systems by making it somehow easier and having lower standards for women to climb the ranks and become doctors. Like imagine if women had to go to less school to become a doctor than a man to like incentivize women to become more doctors. Like that would be Put it in for the fucking army. stupid.
2: <laughs> yeah. what they did for the army they lowered the standards so women could pass the test.
0: Like physical test. That's a little more abstract. Mm. No, it's a no, I, I, No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's a direct strength, it's
2: strength that's Body fat percentage to muscle, it's... Direct level of co- being... competence. Yeah. In the... <sighs> I disagree. Damn. Then you would have another beer? I'm
0: going to have another beer. What do you disagree with?
2: I disagree that... Oh, fuck, what did you just say?
0: Oh. Uh, that
2: it's the same for... Or it's different for the army versus... um. Going to med
0: school. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is the same. I think there are heavier consequences with doctors. Like to have an incompetent doctor versus to have a woman who isn't quite as strong. She can still shoot a gun, she can still be competent be oh, part of sure. a team and collaborate. Yeah. Whereas, like, if the surgeon screws up in the room, then there's some consequences. <laughs> yeah. You're in trouble, buddy. Like, That's not good. So maybe when you have higher stakes, like you can't implement something like that. It just makes me wonder, like I understand where they're where people who say they're coming from. It's just like
2: what? Okay, so now I'm thinking about that and that I don't know that resonated with me in a different way than it has before. But why the fuck are we lowering standards for anything? Why isn't it just <laughs> <laughs> whoever is qualified is qualified? And I don't know. Well, they're like, I mean, our society is very unequal.
0: It's funny. I feel like, like that's what it should be.
2: But there's like blatant, like a kid who's wildly talented, who doesn't have the social capital or financial capital to go to college. He doesn't have the social capital to know how to apply or how to apply for a scholarship or that scholarships even exist or, you know, how to handle financial aid. Like, if he doesn't have the actual wherewithal to navigate that, like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to, then that sucks because that's wasted potential.
0: It does suck. And I think the only way you can deal with that is by not lowering standards on the Back end, but having better social structures on the front end.
2: Oh my god, do you mean addressing the root cause? Yeah. So oh, you're absolutely. upstream?
0: Yeah. Look, <laughs> at the end <laughs> I'm of the. You. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That shit's important. I got you Like, love. you. At the end of the day, you can have, like I described to you before when we've talked about this, you can have all the fucking resources in the world for somebody in a impoverished community, for for impoverished people in those communities, the resources by implementing policy where you have, you know, whether you can go to libraries and like learn about college and things like this and have... Just positive resources in your in your life in these communities.
2: At That's the end of the day, at the end of the day,
0: okay, but
2: I know. Go ahead. I'm just saying.
0: Whatever it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever it is, somebody has to make a decision that they want to change and they want to get better and they want to show up to whatever it is yeah. to learn about this and to do it. And at that, on that, no, it's it's at the end of the day, an individual thing.
2: Do you think that people generally would want to do that? I
0: do. I think people generally want yeah. to be better and improve. Yeah. And I think that... That's
1: psychology.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I think people are, in, like, positive by nature. Like, you want to survive. I think positive...
2: Uh, people are negative by nature. It's literally wired into our brains. I'm going to talk well, about it tomorrow to a bunch of people.
0: People are averse to danger... People are averse to scarcity... And like... You know what I mean? But I think somebody... Generally... People want to survive. We have a survival instinct. And in that sense... like It requires growth. It requires betterment. Mm-hmm. And I think in that way... Humans are generally positive. And given those resources... in those communities... Those people... At the end of the day, would want those things. Of course, it's not going to be everybody. You can't save fucking everybody. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, it boils down to the individual wanting to do that. Yeah. And I think that's important. Like you, you are a product of your environment, right? You need to have the best environment to succeed.
2: Social determinants of health affects right. how you.
0: And that's why, Life. you know, we grew up the way we did. We we, right. we were very fortunate yeah. in that way for all the environmental factors we had. At the end of the day, we just had more positive environmental factors in our upbringing than some people do in, like, inner city schools and that kind of thing. But the more you can implement those things to empower those people who do want to get better, and, like, you're just putting more positive environmental factors into those communities... And that's how you help people, not by changing the requirements for them. Yeah. I think that, like, that seems like common sense to me.
2: Yeah, no one's gotten it right. Like, that's why... That's why that woman can publish a book on healthy deviance, and that's why Shannon can make a living trying to convince policymakers to push the fucking needle, because... It's the solution and someone's not making money off of it. Like Because of how our society is structured now, there's power structures to the point where only a handful of people are making a lot of fucking money Mm -hmm. and they're controlling how the other money is distributed.
0: But my point is just, with what I said before, about I think it being common knowledge, that in order to fix... The problems that people see with inequality and these kinds of things is not to change the requirements it's to yes. better the education like
2: yeah no dear, I'm with you. I agree with you I lost my point I'm sorry.
0: I don't know. I oh, this is what it was. Given that common knowledge, right? If that is common knowledge, which I think it is, whew, I'm glad I picked this up. Um, why does affirmative action exist? Because like the
2: people in charge are fucking idiots. I don't know.
0: To me, it seems like that's a a quick fix kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's playing you, but you got to play the long game. Not
2: addressing the inequality that's like stemmed in our society in our country.
0: Yeah, it's like the instant gratification of a problem like fixing a problem it's, it's a, a band-aid it's a band-aid on a gunshot wound
2: yeah yeah
0: well that's fucking stupid
2: <laughs> so are a lot of things that are in our environments in reality right now yeah do you want another beer
0: i do want another beer do you want more wine
2: i have a little bit do you want me to go grab it i'll get it what am i gonna do
0: you're gonna talk to yourself.
2: I'm gonna talk to myself. What should I talk about? I don't
0: know. We're we gonna get off your chest.
2: Cause... This, like airing up the grievances.
0: Yeah, we can close the door for you.
2: <laughs> you Thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw some shit. <laughs> Just
0: keep your clothes on. Oh,
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Do you guys know what Andrew does for a living? Hmm. He <laughs> owns Scut Media, digital marketing company. He generates leads for real estate agents and mortgage brokers. Has some local clients here in Syracuse. It's pretty cool. He could tell you more about it. This is his business card. I'm sorry for those listening. You can't see the business card, but it's a lot better than they used to be.
1: <laughs> I'm talking
2: about your business.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Mm hmm. Got your business cards as coasters. Um.
0: Yeah. In these coasters.
2: You you did you forget something? Oh I
0: totally did. Huh? Sorry. <laughs> Goofball.
2: Mm, that's a good stout.
0: I literally poured it and everything. And I was just like, nah, I don't need this shit. <laughs>
2: Grab another strawberry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just sit here and talk to myself then. Mm-hmm. I'm going for forty-five minutes. <sighs> this is pretty good. This is the real sponsor of the podcast. The Lakers. Go Lakers. Go, try, Go, Trap. <laughs> oh, she went for strawberries, but she's eating peanut butter. Don't tell her I told you. So good. What's that? Peanut butter is so, uh, so good, is it? Interesting. Interesting, interesting. You want look at me? Makes me goofy. What? Nothing. Do I look good?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Like me? Huh? Like me?
0: I said, do I look good?
2: You do. You're funny.
0: Feel pretty funny.
2: <laughs> Funky, sorry. Funky. Okay.
0: Funky. Okay. Clap, clap, clap. Oh, clap please stop. <laughs>
2: No one wants to hear that. Uh, nah, they want. Is to hear that it. Is that gonna play at our wedding? Mm. I remember when I did that at your fucking company Christmas party.
0: Yeah, that was funny. Seneca Savings
2: Christmas. <laughs> had one glass of wine. I was like, let's do the trash slide right. in front of all of these middle-aged men. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so weird like and I was I don't know I love to dance so I was like "Waking into it you're killing it yeah but like it was just so weird that whole night was so weird anyway I'm sorry
0: what else dear how do we fix the rest of the world's problems
2: oh god we can't. It's, too, it's too much. It's well, too I don't know how to stop global warming. Climate change. Yeah. <laughs> Cultured swine.
0: be careful there, <laughs> Jesus. Cultured swine.
2: That was totally a Freudian slip, too. Yeah, Mackenzie used to call me uncultured swine. Because I wouldn't know what the latest pop song was or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> God. It was a joke. It was a running joke for a few years. It's another
0: good indicator. Somebody you gotta watch out for.
2: Easy there. Easy there. Depends on who it is. I would agree.
0: Like, some people keep up with that kind of shit and do productive things with it. Like what? I don't know. Like, people i mean definitely people that are in music in any way like using things as inspiration and things like that yeah as opposed to just being caught up in the, i don't know not drama i guess more um i don't know like how, how do you how do you get caught on those songs like how do the pop songs become the pop songs like, is it on the radio? Are that many people listening to the radio? Or is it because they're all over YouTube or, like... I don't I, know. You know what I mean? I don't
2: know how people consume that sort of media. Whatever it is, I'm probably not on it. I, I had to guess it. I'd say Twitter, honestly. Twitter, really?
0: Hmm. Interesting.
2: I mean, think about how things can go viral on Twitter. You know?
0: Yeah. But songs, though? like.
2: Um, dude, I have no idea. Hmm. That's not even in my realm of... I stopped listening to pop when, like, I don't know. It was, it's not good anymore.
0: I remember when Green Day was on the pop station. Oh, fuck, it was
2: so it was good. Fucking
0: beautiful. So good. <laughs> American Idiot, two thousand five. I'm quite sure.
2: You know, I had a couple friends who were into Green Day in high school. I'm one hundred four. I am i, I was not into it.
0: No. Yeah. What, um, what kind of Green Day?
2: Um. I want to say American Idiot. I oh, I, I so knew you were just I, an
0: idiot then, That's fine. I knew when I you liked... You were the American Idiot.
2: <laughs> I knew and I liked Boulevard of Broken Dreams and Holiday. Okay. But Jesus of James. Suburbia is so... Like, oh, what? It's, it's, it's so phenomenal. good. It's so phenomenal.
0: good. Phenomenal.
2: Ugh. <sighs> It's, it's, yeah, you totally introduced me wonderful. to Fall Out Boy and Green Day.
0: Oh, Under the Cork Tree? Under the Cork, from under the the cork Tree is
2: one of my favorite albums of all time.
0: Oh yeah, same.
2: So
1: good.
0: Same. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Hell yeah. I got that for Jordan as a birthday gift in the fifth grade. CD? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Fucking legendary. That was the best <laughs> thing that ever happened to that boy. Hands down. That, you know, that just put him on a great trajectory in life. Like, just right out of the gate. You know?
2: You take responsibility? Oh, yeah, full responsibility. For his success? Full
0: responsibility. It's it's made him the man he is. <laughs> it's made him the man he is. I fucking love Jordan. That. Jordan, you know it. Don't, don't even... Don't be silly. You know. He knows. He knows, trust me. It'd be like if somebody if like it'd be like if you were in seventh grade and you got the full dark side of the moon experience. Can you imagine? Like having that under your belt that early, you know?
1: Just Am
2: I sober? Eh,
0: maybe. Maybe not. I don't think it matters. Like if you could appreciate it for what it really is. See, that's know?
2: how I feel about the dead. Mm. I was listening to them like, growing up, I used to fall asleep to Dark Star Jam when I was 10. I grew up. Like, it's so funny that that's so weird for someone my age to say. Unless your parents were deadheads, in that case, rock on. But for me to say I grew up listening to The Grateful Dead, I feel like, is very strange. We're always one of the youngest people at Denko. (laughs) That's true. Yeah
0: maybe not as much anymore with John Mayer
2: well Dead Co is John Mayer yeah
0: but my point being like John Mayer has probably brought in a younger crowd
2: yeah I saw Dead Company with Liz my first time seeing them I was with Liz and yeah. she wore a crop top and was like I'm here for John Mayer Yeah, I was like I'm not <laughs> uh. yeah that was, like, I was like so, a good show was such a good show Anyway, yeah,
0: yeah. just to say that there's it's it's gotten more youthful over the past five years. I would say,
2: but still, I think that people. Jerry Garcia has a quote. It's something like, "We're like licorice. People really either really really like licorice or they really really don't." Brian Wallace does not like the Grateful Dead. So also does not like dave matthews
0: you were telling me the other day why i should not wear my awesome fucking winter hat my fucking awesome winter hat the green one on that video yes. that i did yes and if i did i would have been just like the grateful dead because i would be attracting the people who are really into me and they'd be really bought in yeah. Or Christ. I'd just be repulsing the people who, eh, didn't, eh The Brian Wallace's of the world who weren't into the Grateful Dead. And they never were going to be, so just let them go. Like, you might as well just vibe with the people you vibe with. It's the same thing. know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, why'd you just pull that out of your ass? That happened because, so long ago. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: but I wanted, because I don't want you to say the same thing to me five days from now. Or you were 35. Whatever. You know what I mean.
2: Whatever it is you want to wear In those videos You do what you feel is right As long as you're not psychologically or emotionally harming anyone (laughs) You like the
1: footnotes? Yeah that was
0: good Don't be an asshole Mm -hmm. Just be funny So Very good (laughs) I mean I gotta be a little bit of an asshole (sighs) Ugh Uh, kind of. If
2: you're joking and if it's well-crafted.
0: Have I been an asshole yet?
2: No, I think we've been genuinely exploring ideas.
0: Oh, I meant in the video. I thought we were talking about the video, because we were talking about the hat.
2: What video are you referring to? Any of them. (laughs) I (laughs) I thought the opening of your video you showed me today... Where for the first 90 seconds, you're like, you're an idiot. It's your <laughs> fault. I was like, fuck, man. Like, they're not going to like this.
0: No, I'm going to take it. <laughs> I'm going to take it because they need it.
2: No, you're just trying to, like, beat them down so you can be like, you suck, but I know the answer.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely not true. It's
2: totally true. It's your fault. You didn't do this. You're wrong. But I have this thing. And I can help you be right. Not at all. Not at all. I think you're just trying to keep your video alive.
0: Nope. (laughs) Not even a little bit. Like, literally, if you you spit that wine out, (laughs) because whatever, like, it'd be your fault. Like, if you did something wrong, if you did something dumb, if you did something that's yeah, incompetent, I, I it is your with, fault. I agree with but, the video and what you're
2: trying to do. I'm not. I don't disagree with you like that. I just think it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> Frederick Nietzsche had a quote.
1: Yes, tell me.
0: To and i'm i don't know the exact word for word quote but it was something along the lines of to all of those whom i love i wish nothing but pain and suffering and tragedy
2: yeah i'm familiar
0: so just like you need that you need that suffering that trage- tragedy tragedy <laughs> you need that suffering and that tragedy to grow <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: to grow and become
2: what are you doing a strong what
0: are you doing human with being your
2: life? <laughs> what was that <laughs> you just voluntarily made that noise into a microphone what is what is up <laughs> are you we were having good discussion and then you just decided to throw up into <laughs> the microphone <laughs> what
0: so I stuttered and it was funny and I said tragedy wrong and then I continued making my point <laughs> <laughs> But you couldn't stop laughing
2: Because <laughs> it's ridiculous
0: So what <laughs> I'm a little ridiculous sometimes I don't know what you want
2: I'm sorry what were you <laughs> saying
0: You need the suffering and the tragedy to grow And become a strong individual And that's why Nietzsche said "You, I'm <sighs> a strong <one. laughs> say strong woman you fucking love it when i say that it
2: totally depends on the context (laughs) i was just on the
0: podcast perfect context i was
2: thinking about the people listening and not watching and (laughs) then hearing you just talk about something and then to suddenly say i'm a strong woman (laughs) out of the blue i think it's Uh, fucking funny i started laughing yeah, that's pretty and funny. They do have
1: fun.
0: I, don't, I have those podcast people got a kick out of it. <laughs> An audio there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you need that shit. <laughs> that's for sure.
2: Yes, everyone does. Let me tell you. Oh,
0: you, if it fucking finds you if you don't have it. My, uh. That's.
2: My. Uh, over the last year and everything that we've experienced as far as where we are in life and this developmental period in our lives, emerging adults. Yes. um, Makes makes me appreciate like the good times and you know. there's just ebbs and flows, you know? And so the highs make the lows. Lows make the highs, for sure. Vice versa, as well. Well, the highs have to make the lows, right? It's contrasting. Mm-hmm. It.
0: Well the lows have to make the highs just as much as the highs have to make the lows mm-hmm. that's all
2: yeah I'm glad that I think it's important to have people struggle together like c- couples struggle together mm-hmm. for sure not even like together isn't <clears throat> struggle through the relationship but have something happen and have have the people deal with hardship together I think is important. And helping each other out of hardship through it. It's a testament to a relationship, to any relationship, you know? Like platonic or romantic or whatever.
0: Absolutely. It's sports. Same thing, teams in sports. Go through difficult things and they grow stronger as a result. I can't think of a single good example right now, but...
2: Remember the Titans.
0: Duh. Yeah, okay. Great example. Phenomenal example.
2: I know. It's a good movie.
0: It is a good movie.
1: I've been
2: doing a lot tonight. That was lovely. Thank you. Just (laughs) doing a lot. Unfiltered. (laughs) Unfiltered.
0: Mary Kay Lee Unfiltered
2: What? I'm not gonna have my last name for very much longer.
0: You well, you're gonna have to put in as many podcasts now as you can. Document as much of it as you can. Dun 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 It's
2: just I'm gonna have to spell my last name for the rest of my life. Scott S C H U T T.
0: Give me a high five.
2: Why? You've got,
1: like, I've done like, cadence it. I, down I've, and everything. I know, like, I've very done very it. Very well scripted. I've it's- done it
2: already. And adding you to my insurance. Scott, S-C-H? So I would start with the S-C-H because I figured that's where they would get stuck. But a lot of the time One, two, I got... Three, yeah. 4, 5, 6? A lot of the time I got... What's after that? What's next? Like really? Uh,
0: yeah. No, I've never gone that. That's way.
2: why I started doing S C H U T T. Wait, yeah. so I would say scut S C H, they'd go okay. What's oh, what's next? Oh,
0: I thought you meant after the U T T. Um. Oh, interesting. Yes, yeah, so you just had to learn to pick up the pace. You're not keeping up with the pace card, dear.
2: Mary Kate Scott? I just... Sorry. I've been thinking about that. Your name? Yeah. I'm changing it. That's fucking crazy. That is crazy as Think fuck. about how much you identify with your name.
0: Hugely. Good thing you have the domain.
2: It's <laughs> a good thing I have the domain. But think, I have, I have so many names, too. What's that? Think of the difference. I have so many names. Think of the yeah, difference between do. Mary Catherine and M.K. And Mary Kate's just somewhere floating in the middle. I love the name Mary Catherine. I think it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I just You're don't...
1: <laughs> wow.
2: <Well, laughs> I just don't know if it like, suits me. Mary Catherine? Yes. <laughs> but, um... At your service. Or like I'm a fucking nun, like Sister Mary Catherine. <laughs> and may God bless you.
0: That's even funnier.
2: I know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm
0: going to get you a white robe.
2: Oh yeah? Yeah. What else? Well,
0: you're going to have a little, you know, <laughs> ring. <laughs> a ring thing around the top, you know. <laughs> you're going to have a nun ring. A nuva ring? No, not a nuva ring. A nun ring. A nun nuva have-
2: ring. Got it. Okay. I'm making jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny, damn it. <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> I'd rather be MK than Mary Catherine.
0: I could still get you a nun ring, though.
2: <laughs> oh, no, thanks.
0: could carry a Bible everywhere.
2: Slap your ass with it?
0: Yeah, uh... Keep a ruler around for that. <laughs> wooden, of course. Got blood on it. From the, from the knuckles.
1: I don't fuck around.
0: For sure.
2: I'd be a badass motherfucker.
0: <laughs> you have the... Like,
2: Sister Mary, Captain, watch out.
0: <laughs> you have the metal tip on those rulers. Do you remember that shit? Those, wood, those oh, old school yeah, wooden rulers yeah, had yeah. the metal on the edge. Fucking weapon. Is that still a thing? Do they still have metal? I, feel like they don't. I think I feel
2: like my one at
0: work does. Really? Yeah. Is it a modern No, it's old. Oh, okay. It's old and wooden. Do any new ones have that are being made? You know does any ruler that has been made in the last ten years have a metal edge on it? I'm gonna guess no.
2: If I no, but I think there there are definitely metal metal rulers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe at a craft store or an art store there would be. But I mean like a school ruler No I, I know Not
0: like an artist ruler Architecture ruler Like I mean just Someone you could Smack your friend around with a little bit In the fourth grade you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> You fucking shit up in the fourth grade <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: Oh my buddy It's gonna scar Why do you think beat the shit out of him
2: (laughs) it's funny because you're the least aggressive man i know
0: (laughs) nah you looked at me funny i was like nah come here bitch
2: (laughs) were you bullied at all
0: yeah i was you
2: were yeah (gasps)
0: briefly Wait, briefly by one kid like by one kid and i don't even is this remember his this motherfucker's
2: name. name how do you not remember your boy's name i don't remember i know is
0: we had like we had one interaction
2: oh you weren't bullied
0: i was i was the victim of a bully event one time i don't consider myself a victim but Like, that happened to me once.
2: I I think that bullying, by definition, is a prolonged series of events.
0: If I were so inclined...
2: I'm asking if...
0: I'm answering. If I were so inclined, I could argue that being that we had study hall together at least once or twice a week... And we had, uh, some kind of conflicted interaction during those study halls on a regular basis. Oh, okay. And there was one event where a physical thing occurred.
2: Shit! What? (laughs) What happened?
0: Uh, I don't remember details, but, I don't even remember his name, he was a skateboarder kid, we had, we we had study hall, I think the previous year, because I, or no, maybe this was in the, in the spring, because we were outside, and we had study hall that year, but I... I don't remember if I like tried to interact with him or if he engaged me but he I remember he put his we we had like a a verbal interaction like pretty basic and I I don't remember he never expressed a lot of emotion he was very like flatlined like didn't he laughed a little bit but like didn't ever smile hmm. um okay we had like an interaction where he was not, uh, he seemed like emotionally bored or like, okay, like, what do you want? Like, blah, 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 that, that kind of attitude kind of okay. thing. It's the best way I can describe it. Like, annoyed, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he seemed like a negative guy, like, generally. I don't remember the interactions we would have in study hall but that was the gist I got of him like I couldn't tell you one thing that happened I couldn't even tell you how this physical interaction happened but we were outside for lunch like by a playground and I think it was in either 6th or 7th grade and he he was with a friend or two and somehow we interacted and we were face to face like close and he started to walk by me and put his leg behind mine and pushed me so i couldn't like backpedal like i fell
1: okay
0: and he pushed me pretty good and like i felt like i twisted pretty good like i fell and whatever and that was the end of it like nothing happened he didn't say anything to you no he walked away and i don't remember like the verbal interaction we had before that occurred but that's what happened and i i don't even remember what happened after that and it's so funny. I never would have thought of that unless you asked me if I got bullied. But that happened to my That's so bizarre. Yeah.
2: And nothing ever came of it? No. I'm sorry. Did you say he was bigger than you?
0: Yeah, he was. How old were you? 7th grade. So I was 12. Yeah. And I was on the younger end of that as well.
2: Were you a small so I might 200? have been
0: eleven so i would turn I would turn twelve in the summer because I graduated uh, at yeah. seventeen yeah, so I was eleven so I was pretty young were you small yeah yeah I wasn't in the gym or anything yet
2: no that's young
0: i was I was not tall. This kid was taller. This kid was definitely had gone through more of puberty than I.
2: Well, if he was a year older than you, yeah.
0: And possibly even more than that, being that I was young. Like, he could have been old for his grade. I have no idea.
1: Oh. Yeah, I remember he
0: always wore, uh, like, skater shit. Ripped jeans, fans t-shirts. not just Vans what were the other skater brands like Spitfire
2: you're asking the wrong person Uh,
0: fuck there's one big one I'm not a skater really blank I don't know yeah Yeah, that happened to me I'm sorry don't be.
2: it's not cool it's adversity that's needed in development for sure
0: yeah I, I kind of appreciate it
2: good I'm glad it hasn't scarred you. No. I'm half kidding. (laughs) But I'm also not. Uh, Yeah.
0: Well, it wasn't like a traumatic thing. It wasn't a reoccurrence that like affected a period of my life. It was pretty much a one-time occurrence. Like somebody was an asshole regularly to me in a class or like an interaction in a, in a, a setting we saw each other in regularly. Like what do you fucking do? People are assholes. I'm like, sorry. I, I, it's not like he was beating the shit out of me on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a different story. You. That'd yeah. be a way different story. Right. He probably threatened me.
2: Did that worry you at all?
0: No. And I shouldn't even say that. I felt threatened by him. is a better way to put that. There you go. Yeah. Not like he was threatening to beat me up all the time. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that. He might have. I don't remember. But I don't know. Eh, I don't think it matters.
2: I don't know that. I'm glad I do. What? I'm fascinated by. Adolescence as a developmental period. You know that? I
0: do. I do, I do. I was bullying. Were you?
2: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Regularly?
2: Mm. Um. No.
0: And, like, what kind of...
2: (laughs) Actually, it's funny now because...
0: Male or female, too?
2: Both. Um... uh, I shouldn't... I was bullied by a guy and then I was there was a couple interactions that I had with the girls who were actually like my friends to this day so it's funny (laughs) but (laughs) that is funny when I was in second grade my neighbor and he was my really good friend at one point and like we were still if I were to see him today it would be like oh man like what it's like one of those people that you're just like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, yeah, like could go grab a beer and like just fuck around for an hour and like whatever. Sure. Yeah, um, he called me fat for a while. Really? And when I was in second grade, yeah.
0: Oh, in second grade. Oh yeah. Oh, so he was just a little cocksucker then. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like
2: he grew up. <laughs> it's funny because like he grew up to also. Like, kind of be a cocksucker, but in a more sophisticated way. He's just, Bravo. like... He's just Sophisticated no, cocksucker. No, he's... I I love the kid. He's a good kid. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. No, we were, like... How old are you in second grade? Like, seven? Yeah. Yeah. I was called... I was called fat when I was seven. And I actually remember distinctly... Um, he was. He's a very good soccer player. And... Or at least he was. I don't know what he's doing now, but he was into soccer, and the Salty Dogs were a soccer team, and like the equivalent to the Sky Chiefs or the Mets now. Okay. In Syracuse, and he was going to a game, but I think I ended up telling my teacher, or like somehow the teacher found out. So he went to the principal's office, and he came back, and he was bawling his eyes out, and he apologized to me and was so upset, and then I asked my teacher why he was, like, so upset, and, like, so hysterical, and she said that he was going to a Salty Dogs game that weekend, but his parents told him that he couldn't go anymore, because they found out this was happening, and that's why he was crying so hard, and he was, I'm pretty sure, my memory's probably wrong, because his memory sucks, but I'm pretty sure he was wearing a Salty Dogs jersey, or I'm making that up, but
0: Second grade, probably.
2: Yeah. Like, I feel like I would not not remember. I feel like I know what it looks like, too. But anyway, I remember telling my teacher, like, no, it's okay. He can still go to the game. Like, I feel bad that he's crying. I was seven. (laughs) And he was torturing me for months ahead of this. Like, to the point of tears in school.
0: Oh, the reason he couldn't go is he was bullying you? Yeah. And he got?
2: In trouble, and that was his punishment. Oh, shit. Oh, now I get it. Yeah.
0: You fucking asshole.
2: I felt bad, even though I fucking shouldn't have. It's fucking call me fat every day. Yeah,
0: learn your new lesson, bitch.
2: <laughs> and then I was called. How dare you call my fiance fat? I was. <laughs> um, my fifth grade boyfriend called me fat. Called you fat. My fifth grade boyfriend called me fat. <laughs> Or the, my boyfriend's friend, and then guess who else did? And they deny it to this day, and they always fucking have. Guess who else has called me fat?
0: I know it's one of three people:
2: Anna Ross,
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm,
2: Liz Clink. Mhm, together.
0: Oh, both of them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How did bo- how like, did how did both I know of they,
2: them those They deny it to this day, but Do I they? swear to Ooh. God, it was it was one such oh my god it was the worst because they were my friends <laughs> reliving my childhood experiences okay almost.
0: no no no. tell me i want to know how this transpired
2: and, oh god dude i don't know it was so long ago i just remember being at the cafeteria table and i was over here and they were across the table like kind of kitty corner from me and it was closest to me so it was sitting to her right it must have been And I think I got up and got ice cream or got dessert, and I sat back down. In fifth grade. I was in fifth grade, yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm trying to think of the ice cream like situation. It was a strawberry sundae popsicle
2: with the crunch. So good, right? Like the best.
0: Sixty-five cents.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They raised the price when I was there because I was in that school for four years. But yeah, (laughs) I remember because I had to always get. Like it wasn't three quarters; it was two quarters, and you had to do math, which was hard at the time. Probably <laughs> why they fucking did it. <laughs> That's ingenious, actually. You make the kids do math to buy their ice cream.
0: <laughs> no, things just cost less then.
2: Um. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't know. And then someone made a comment. One of them made a comment, and, and the other one like just completely took advantage of it and like, <laughs> ooh, like let it go i don't know they were just making comments at the lunch table and making everyone laugh
0: of course that's what you do when you're in fifth grade yeah
2: but they were calling you fat and not <laughs> cool they're my friends what the fuck like the, like, like of all like come on all like, right you so guys too like i get like whatever
0: were they viciously calling you fat or were they playfully calling you
2: fat it was serious my perspective was okay Seeing as I remember it to this day. Well, yeah, but... I'm not being dramatic.
0: I mean... <laughs> how... What they said and how they said it obviously plays into that. And, like, people bust each other to see... To, like, yeah. test each other.
2: I was also 11. I know, so but mem- people... memories not all there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair, yeah. And I'm sure they would agree the same. That they've
1: denied it to this day. Yeah.
0: Well, who the 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 fuck
2: knows? (laughs) Anyway. Anyway.
0: When I was in fourth or fifth grade, I remember being at the table, at the lunch table with Jesse and sitting across from him and we were talking or whatever and I made him laugh. And he blew chocolate milk out of his nose. <laughs> this is this, this is like, you know, Wednesday or whatever, right?
2: Typical Wednesday.
0: Typical Wednesday, you know, me and Jesse just fucking around. Just running shit in fourth grade, you know? So, <laughs> me, <laughs> the next day, we go to lunch, and we're sitting there. And I'm sitting across from Jesse, and he, he looks at me and he goes, Hey Drew, don't make me sh- blow chocolate milk out of my nose. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm like... Really, bro? <laughs> Don't make me blow chocolate milk out of my nose right now. That's the most terrible thing you could ever say to me. Like, that is a sentencing to chocolate milk coming out of your nostrils. Like, what are you doing? Come on, man. He starts drinking his chocolate milk. And I literally go, Don't blow chocolate milk out of your nose! And he goes, <laughs> And just everywhere. Like, Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was funny <laughs> He cited it My mom remembers this shit He's this When we were leaving Or like graduating 5th grade He cited it as like his favorite Memory from whatever Like when Andrew made me blow Chocolate milk in my nose two days in a row <laughs> Or something like that My mom would know But that shit was funny That is Jesse's funny Yeah. Childhood memories are crazy. Yeah. Do you remember anything earlier than that? Yeah. Like what?
2: My first memory I have is me running towards a lake. I, my earliest memory is me running towards water. I'm. It's not the ocean. I'm quite sure it's a lake. And I want to say it's in Fairhaven. I was young, though. I want to say... I was like three or four What? Yeah Because Alex was a, an early teenager At oh. the time
0: Interesting That makes me wonder about my earliest memories I remember being in the woods with my dad when I was really young That's cool I remember, I remember in the morning going turkey hunting with him and turning on to the Vestal Parkway from the bottom of Murray Hill, taking a left. In the pitch black, there's nobody at that light. Those hospitals aren't there. Those big buildings aren't there. Wow. Um, BU's... A lot small i mean just besides the point uh turning onto the parkway and there being no other cars around like nobody like that's f- such a funny feeling pulling up to a traffic light in it's such a normally crowded place like that during the day and there being no cars like anywhere like you literally can't see a car like there's none how old were you uh i don't know i don't know i'm gonna guess like f- five six seven i was in the woods with my dad. At the youngest point. a gun? Point. No? Oh, no, 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 no. Just going. Just going. Um, That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. That's actually awesome. We spent a lot of time in the woods. Together.
2: Did he take Connor at all?
0: Connor didn't ever want to go. I don't think. It was always just me. It was just me. Um... I remember that. I don't know how old I was. I think that's such a funny feeling, though. Pulling up to that crowded streetlight, Waiting for the light to turn. Looking around. Like I
2: have similar memories Jesus in different Christ. places. It's cool.
0: I don't know how old I was, though. I think the earliest memory I have... Well... Two. I remember walking around the right side of my parents' house growing up. And I think my mom was holding my hand. Somebody was holding my hand. I don't know who it was. I think it was my mom. We're on the right side of the house. From the street? From the, from the driveway. Okay. The pool's not there. Okay. It's just a, a weird hill. Like, I don't know if you've ever walked up the right side of the house. No. But it's like, it slopes down from where the deck is, and it slopes down from that hill, too, and there was, like, a landing there. There used to be one of those, like, plastic goofy kids play things it's like four walls and Mm -hmm. like has a little slide
1: yeah
0: on that little landing and the deck used to be wooden and there used to be a a swing on it Hmm. and it would it so if you walked up to the pool and turned left like you'd be looking at the deck it was open and the swing was facing it so it was on the left side of the deck okay like, the far side of the deck from that angle. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad being on the swing.
2: Oh, in a cast, right? In a
0: cast from his shoulder surgery. I don't know how old he was during the shoulder surgery. I gotta ask him. I gotta ask him. But I remember that. And I also remember...
2: Him going down the stairs with the backpack.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm sorry, Looking I'm sure over that. Are you
0: fucking asshole.
2: Yeah, I'm, me. I'm the worst. Oh. I have it on record that you've called me an asshole several times tonight.
0: I know. I'm basically threatening you. The police are going to be here shortly. I'll be arrested. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. I don't know how old he was then either. He was in school. But yeah. I remember he was going down those bottom few stairs looking over that iron railing. That old iron railing. That was wild. The stairs were carpet still. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I wonder how old my dad was then. Ask him. Memories are nuts, though. Yeah. I wish I had more like little snippets like that, but at the same time, I I really cherish those ones that I have. Hmm. I think it's so cool. The funny thing is, I sort of remember that picture of my grandparents too, with the camera. Oh yeah. Yeah, me taking a picture of them with that. It was like a white camera and a blue something on it. I still remember it. Yeah,
2: it's a cool picture of them.
0: It is a cool picture of them. Crazy.
2: How long have we been doing this for?
0: A minute and 28. <laughs> a minute, an hour and 28 minutes. Really? Yeah.
2: What time is it?
0: Uh, it is nine fifty. Dun dun dun.
1: Let's end this.
0: Let's end this. Is that okay? It is.
2: I gotta go to work tomorrow. I know. I gotta go to sleep so I can go to work.
0: Gotta go back to doing stuff.
2: I've been doing stuff.
0: I know. Same. I worked all fucking day. My blessed video. <laughs> I'm glad we did this. Me too! I enjoyed this discussion.
2: I'm glad. I did as well. Good job, team.
0: Go team. I'm glad you prompted it as well. I think in the same vein that you should get that tattoo, I think we should do this. It's good.
2: We can have these discussions without the microphones.
0: Oh yeah, and we do. Of course. Just like that. Um, I don't know. I think it's a important form of self-expression. And it's good to do it.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's do
0: it. Yeah. Go team. <laughs> Bye.